guys, welcome to the 14th episode of the Notorious Podcast. Um, I'm yours truly, DJ Ruffy. I'm Sly. I'm Black Boy. I'm PK. And we have um, Geek Beats recording us today. We're very bad hosts, sir. We didn't, we didn't introduce our, our guest. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm just here. Geek Beat had his birthday like a few weeks ago. Or a yeah. week ago. Yeah, no, so that was on Saturday. Saturday, 24th. Oh, okay. Yeah. So happy. What do you say? Birthday. Yeah. birthday, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a crazy. It's, 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 been, it's been crazy these past few weeks, though. We are unable to record because, you know, like the ongoing entire protest and stuff. But yeah, we're glad to be here. PK is, um, Razak is unavoidably absent. Yeah. Abdul is unavoidably absent. Noel, of course. So, um, it's like, okay. what's been going on past weeks, man? Uh, too much, I think. But also, um, it's it's been very interesting, like, where we are, how we got here, and um, how everybody not you can't say everybody you can't generalize but yeah. most people took responsibility and um, um i don't know it was like organic there was we had all everything was in place yeah for where we are in the sense that um schools have been shut for a very long time and big brother had finished there was no football that weekend yeah. and like there was all the distractions that kept people occupied or schools many people lost their jobs you know there was like almost nothing happening and then um, um, in I think Delta State the police shot somebody again for the 999th time <laughs> <laughs> shot somebody again and it, I think it was just one death too many then um, a few people celebrities I think I'll point to them fouls and yeah, run out yeah. yeah led their own protest and from there it just became organic everybody yes. owned it everybody it was like everybody felt like it should be mine like i should be leading this and so because of that yeah. it, there was no one person they could point to and harass or sss who just kidnap you you are missing the protest dies yeah. so yeah it's, it's um it was it's interesting but it's there's a long road ahead and what was what was um, even more interesting for me is looking at um, the people who went out every day, the people who risked everything, were those who even had the most to lose. Most to lose in the sense that they were 19 years old, like you've only just finished secondary school yeah, nothing no job you haven't probably just in first or mm. second year or you've finished service like they had the longest part of their lives was ahead of them and um, maybe what was good for them was that um, they didn't have any experience of um, a government clampdown like no military regime history they only read about it and maybe see movies but they, they, they just, they were born in year 2000. They know freedom, like, you know, I mean, nobody should cage you. You do what you want. Even your parents, you tell them, oh, mommy, this is what I want to do, or daddy, this is what I want to do. Some of us now, Canaan, they still use growth. So it's just, it's um, many things, like many different parts just played together and then brought us to a point where we are now. And um, I was at home, somebody called me and said, how far, we should do a protest. And I was like, yeah, we should, but I, I didn't even know how to start. And then this guy just tweeted, like, tomorrow, 12 o'clock. I want, I, want, I want Black to speak, to, <laughs> yeah. to be the last to speak. Somebody just to, tweeted, yeah. tomorrow, 12 o'clock, if you are with me. Yeah. yeah, he'll be going every day. And I think I saw pictures of the like, first hour. It was probably only him with his um, megaphone and placard. And then two days later, there were hundreds of people... They were doing it every day and you know just the way that it's 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 just i don't know it was nice to watch it was it was i had chills every time i went there like just standing and just looking mm. like really this is what nigeria has come to i mean it's it was nice that it happened but also i just feel like if we had a government that was awake we shouldn't get here and even now they are still just dancing around the issue that our Plateau State Governor called some people and said nothing. You know, fact, just... We're going to get into these extensive conversations. I want to um, ask this question. Do you guys think um, 
the protest uh, not being politically motivated or being sponsored by um, guys in the upper echelons like led to the success of these protests. Like people, I want to, they were going to attribute the protest be, uh, to being sponsored by opposition party. Do you think that being organic, like he has said, contributed to the success of this protest? Yeah, hugely, hugely, because we know for a fact that when politicians want to do stuff. Most of the crowd that they gather for those kind of things are not people that, should I say, are patriotic. It's usually yeah. just thugs that get a small change and then they just go out to disrupt things or rig election or, you know, kidnap and do stuff. Politically motivated things yeah. usually do not last. Yeah. But this one, everybody was, you know, as you said, one of the things that most of the things that contributed were around, you know, people losing their jobs, people mm. on ASU strike, mm. like, and then there was now COVID-19. Most mm. people were just at home. Yeah. Some people were working virtually. Mm -hmm. So everybody had that time. And that was what, I think those were some of the factors that helped us to just ensure that this thing was big. And it spiraled down to, like, everywhere. People protested almost everywhere. It's just in the corner of, like, I don't see a lot of protests. And I think in the whole of the north, just was the one. Just people held it down yeah, in Kenya, yeah. 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 Down also, but just, but, but just was consistent. Yeah. Like mm. from the ninth, I think from the ninth to the day that they had that riot, which was I think twenty second or so, yeah. it was consistent. We only missed one day, and that was the first Sunday of the mm. protest because mm. we said guys in there to rest, and there was you know like there was there was going to be a longer journey ahead of us. So it was it was organic, and it, one of the reasons why it was organic is because it was not politically motivated. Mm. We didn't have people coming to say that they were leaders. Mm -hmm. Because if people, if someone had come to say, I'm the leader of this protest, I'm the one organizing mm -hmm. if he had gone to sleep, people would have gone back to sleep. Exactly. Yeah. But you can see that the days that them files and their run time said they were going to take a break, people were still coming out. Yeah. Even when we knew those guys mm -hmm. that went to start sleeping at Alausa government mm -hmm. house in Lagos were taking their own break, people were still coming out. Mm -hmm. Like a lot more people were coming out. As you take your own break, someone else oh, is out mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Like as you as one person rests, like five people are out there to come and replace yeah. you. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was, it was great, and I'm really happy for the kind of responses. Even though I wouldn't say the responses are, are satisfactory at the yeah. moment, but it actually elicited the response, and mm. that's what we wanted. Yeah. We wanted people to hear because if you work closely with the government, you understand that. And I'm not making any excuse for any for any leader. Mm. The truth is, sometimes those guys don't really know what's happening. They don't know because they have yes men around them. They just tell you, oh God, everything is going well. Oh God, the roads that you've made, they are durable, they are there. The people but are saying this. But, you, but when you, the common man, you go out, you see that roads that have been made two, three years ago and I'm bad. They are causing a lot of havoc, bringing about accidents and all that. But nobody around the governor or the president or the House of Reps member or senator comes to tell him, Man, you need to go back to your constituency. Something is happening and it's going to be terrible. Yeah. We need to like curtail this now. So this this has been going on for a while. And because we realized that um, these guys weren't getting the right message, we we needed to send that right message. Yeah. And so do you think that's why Slash has been tackling a certain character on, on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would want to ignore that. I, I would want us to ignore that conversation because the truth is that if you are a patriotic Nigerian, you wouldn't really be concerned about some of those very trivial things. What we want on the long run, like the overarching, overarching goal, is we want a better Nigeria for everybody. Our parents, when our parents were in school, people that had the people that were even graduating with diplomas had yeah. jobs waiting for them. Yeah. Like, they had all those benefits. Yeah. Today, you are coming out with your master's, your PhD, and you are even looking for jobs you can find. You are looking find. for Godfather, too. Yeah. You go and meet this chairman, he will tell you, okay, I'll talk to this guy, I'll talk to that guy. Um, it's, just, it's, just, it's just difficult. You know, there's um, where I work. One day, I was part of a committee talking with, and then um, one much older man, a professor, he now makes a comment about others' generation. And I'm like, okay, please let's not go mm. there. And he, jo you know, just obviously being jovial about yeah. it. But I'm like, I beg, let's not, mm. let's not go there. And he was just still poking, poking. I just say, okay, if you want to go there, what is it that you guys yeah, okay. enjoyed in, about Nigeria? One thing mm. that you enjoyed about Nigeria that you kept for the people coming behind you. Not one. All the schools you went to, you finished them. All the farms you guys had, you, everything they finished all, like termites. You know they just finished everything. Nothing left for the people behind them. You you, you see these guys left the village. They didn't know anybody. They got admission. 
from there the state sponsored them to do masters and phd all over the world then they came back they had jobs you know you had you are 30 something you are a governor or a president you like nobody your father was a state at 32 you understand your father is a village man like he doesn't know anybody you too you don't know anybody and there was um, a speech that um, this guy gave recently jang about how he went into the air force he didn't know anybody he resumed with nothing he just walked into the place like you know like just think about that kind of nigeria like okay if there if there is an exam these three people passed and those three people no, don't know anybody and they get into something yeah. but it's just it's just a mess it's just a mess it's not even if, if you know one person now is not even longer enough no 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 one person is not even enough you feel like a couple of yeah. people and still have and then, money yes and still have money to spend <laughs> it's just it's just it's getting worse the best days are just behind yeah and those bad days best days were even bad It's not even like we are saying those days were heaven. Mm. Those days were not great, yeah. but they are behind. It's worse. Yeah, now. it's worse now. Um, okay, let's um, let's trickle down to how the protest started here in Jos. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Black. Because it was, I was, I was when I when I monitored because some of us impressed, can some of us were not able to be like there uh, the front lines. But we're able to see like well, how it started organically from one person, two people, five, ten, and then just before we knew, it was thousands of people on the streets. How did that happen? Okay, so um, that morning I was. Okay, let me just take it back a little bit. Um, so I think three, four years ago, we protested to the government house because of the insecurity killings in, in, the, in the rural areas, yeah, in states. So. During that protest, after the protest, um, the, gov- the government banned protests. Yeah, yeah. So, when Files and Runtown were all, when, when they came out and said, okay, we're going to start protesting in Lagos, I was like, okay, that morning I was in the gym, I was like, but wait, why are we not protesting in Joss? We have SARS in Joss. Mm-hmm. SARS has stopped like three of my friends and they've collected money from them in Joss. Just I, I don't know if SARS has actually killed anyone. But they actually stop. They actually stop and they harass guys in Jos. Yeah. So I was like, okay, but why are we not protesting in Jos? Yeah, I know they've banned protests, but that doesn't. Protest is like the fundamental right of every. It's like the only way citizens have the to only check the to, yeah to check the government. It's the only way we have to air our voices because our representatives they don't even do anything. So like this is the direct way we can actually immediately send out our demands. But okay, this is what I'm going to do because. First of all, you can't force anyone to come out and, and I mean, if you don't want. And then the reason why I didn't say come on, let's protest. The reason why I said I'm going to go and stand at Old Airport the placard is because I know they put a ban on protest. So I don't want to drag people and then something happens. So like, even they go to one and carry, they want to carry me. At least I've still done my part. So I was in the gym that morning. I was like, okay, do you know what? Let me just tweet this. I'll just I'll go and stand at Old Airport every day with those in Lagos till it's done. I didn't even know it was actually going to become such a huge thing. I didn't know. So I made that tweet about 10 a.m. and I said by 12 I'll be at Old Depot that that same day. By 12 I'll hold my placard till the protest over nationally. And immediately I posted. I saw that it was I was just seeing very positive. I'm at work today. I'll make it tomorrow. I'm like, oh okay, wow. People are actually very cautious of what's happening. People are actually very proactive. And by 12 when I came out, I saw I saw I think when I when I reached there, I think there were about 12 people already waiting. Are you? I, I didn't. I didn't like half of them, but apparently they saw. They saw the tweet. Mm-hmm. Like, are you black? I'm like, yeah. Are you from Twitter? Yeah. Wow. Then from there we just vibed. And I think at the end of the day, before we moved from Old Depot, we were about. I think we were about 12, 13. Then we started moving. Like three, four people joined us. At the end of the day, we were about maybe 17, 18, At the end of the end of everything, yeah. I mean. and that day we marched to the state house of assembly. But they said they were not. Well, left the guys were going back or come back tomorrow again, and then tomorrow, the next day, we were like, that was when um, PK came in and some other guys. Next day, we were like, we were up to 30. Yeah, we were more than 30. More than 30, yeah. By the time we reached um, the, um, Hill Station Junction, yeah, we were over yeah, 50. 50. No, the next day, we were actually a lot, I remember. When they stopped us, yeah. we were actually a lot. We were like, about 50, 60, just like you said. Yeah. Then we took a break on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Then Monday, that was when we started seeing. A lot of the real just crowd, like people, <laughs> people left work. People, it was it was very amazing. It was and, very amazing. And, and, and what do you think served as the motivation? Because 
this thing it was not like people were actually come let's just forcing people to do this what yeah. do you think was like the real motivation behind do you think that people had this um like in in sudan what 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 party where a revolution was um an increase in price of bread okay and the one in in, in nigeria do you, do you think people were just waiting for like he said one two that was one too many killings and people just got tired i agree i agree what, i agree what Sly said i think it was one too many killings i think that point people just it was just it was just it was just it was just too much at that point people couldn't take it no more like it was just too much everyone i think everybody was waiting for something to just give them the right avenue to come out and you know like yeah. like there was um there was um what do you call it there's there's consistently every year the bite of living in nigeria becomes more painful yeah consistently yeah. every year from just Everything, everything, everything. The price of everything is going up. Your salary is the same. Nothing gets There's, better. Then they increase the uh, tariffs of electricity, increase yeah, um, petroleum, price. and it everything. never comes down. Yeah, everything just, was just yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Just... Then NLC pretended they were going to go on strike. Yeah. Then they called off the strike, achieved nothing. NLC is a topic they, for another day. They, they called off the strike. So I think the NSAS was like, like NLC. Since you guys are not. Going to do this, yeah, yes. Well, yeah. yes, we'll just we'll it. so it started with SARS, but as we all know, it evolved yeah, yeah, yeah. to end bad governance. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's just um, frustration generally, True. and then too many idle people. Like if you saw, if you the videos I saw in Lagos before this this uh, just palliative warehouse. Yeah, it's just it's it was just too many people that had nothing to lose like if i die yeah. it's after all i'm not even alive like aisha yeah. yusuf said you know yeah just, just many people who who had like nothing what i mean lose? if i die what am i i'm not even alive tomorrow is not going to be better than today there, there are many people who are in the position where if i don't get shot today i might get shot, shot tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah so why not and then look at look at how how even roofing shit so you just know that somebody's house has been leaking for years <laughs> Somebody's house has been leaking for years and there was nothing to fix it. Not to justify it, but yeah. it, there's just there's just too many I, I needs, immediate needs that people can't can't uh, meet because the government is failing. And even sadly, is is how unique Plateau State is. Plateau State just is like a small model of Nigeria, plenty of potential, but that's just all there is. It's just potential until. Somebody wakes up and is maybe one governor is serious that we can now achieve. And it's the same thing with Nigeria. There's every every state in Nigeria has things that are unique to it, that it can not just even supply the whole country, but yeah. even export. That's complete. Yes, that's but we are just we are just waiting for the guys in Niger Delta when NMPC mm. um, mines crude, exports it, bring it back, sells to us, then they will share the money, then the rest of us they will pay salary. You know, we are just waiting for that one sauce, one sauce. Think of of, of of potatoes in plateau, for example, or cabbages, or strawberries, or in, in I think during um, what's the name, um, the beginning of this lockdown, I saw on, on BBC Kenya's largest um, source of foreign exchange is exp- exporting rose roses. Yeah, yeah, and roses yeah. grow in just too. Of course. Rose flower. Rose flower. Yes. <laughs> So they, they just they just they, they, they have greenhouses like how we have greenhouses for vegetables. They have for greenhouses roses, for yes wow. for roses. Then they cut them just before they bloom. They package them into a bouquet and send Same to way. all these countries where all these people these white people that buy flowers. Yeah. Roses can't grow in their country, yeah. and they are the ones who buy flowers for their girlfriends, yeah. mothers, uncles, aunties, everybody. So there is the somewhere so in Africa that comes from. Yes, we do, we, we, so it's just it's just like I said the frustration bites harder we are becoming more yes the population is the only thing that is growing so everything else gets worse the, so the same number of roots we have to scramble for yes the, the same resources, resources. Yeah. yes the same resources the same resources and I, and I, and I think right man I, i'm just trying to try like to add to what Sly said right we aren't being as innovative as we should be because you're even talking about roses and potato and cabbage, petroleum. Like these are things that you know that any, any child that, for example, you give it to a child, he knows that petrol is a, is a good resource that can mm. give him money. Mm. Potato is one of them. Mm. If in countries like 
I think Tunisia also, and in mm. Peru, in northern Peru. Do you know one of their biggest exports is bed droppings? Wow. Bed droppings. They sell it out as fertilizer. Wow. And that's one of their biggest source of income in those kind of places. I think when I was in primary school, then when we used to um, read through things in Guinness World Record, I think in Tunisia then, either Tunisia or, look, it's, it's, I think it's Tunisia or Algeria, their biggest source of income as a den was bed droppings, like bed dump. Mm. So just imagine, we have more than that in Nigeria. Yeah. Think, think of the poultry farms. Just think of the poultry farms around. In just your You understand? Like, people are trying to make do with as little as they can get. So why is it that in Nigeria that we have these big things? We have peanuts, we have yeah. cocoa, we have petroleum, yeah. we have almost everything you can think of. So we that have the population. We have the population, the human resources. Yeah. I think I think this this period, like like we all have, like rightly said, this period was like an awakening. Yeah. Like a paradigm shift. Like people are becoming more aware, you know, one of their rights, you know, then two of the potential this country has yeah. and how far along we've been cheated. So people are just waiting for okay, let this just come and let out. And what what is mo- most intriguing about um, the video that came out of justice? Justice, people, people attribute this this place to food. When you talk about justice, the next thing that comes yeah. to your mind is food, food, free. You get yeah. like fresh cheap food, cheap food, yeah. you know. Then you see the same place where you say there's cheap, cheap food, food people are yeah. like almost a stampede. Honestly. You get to get maize. I'm sure it's just because it was a crime being committed. Yeah. And if 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 it was like a church or something would have had the figure or like a normal show or something, yeah. but I've had the figure of of um, who got injured or yes. even if anybody died. But it's just because injured, it's like just because mouth. you can't go and report that ah in so X place I got injured because I mean why were you there in the first place? Yeah. If not, it's the, the crowd was scary. It was. It was. It was. It was, it was, it was scary. Yeah, it was, it was scary. Like people in Europe and US are tweeting those videos and pictures and like wow, they're like this is the hunger in Nigeria. Like mm. oh my god. So back to Beyonce and Joshua's argument. When they were saying the Beyonce was saying she was going to get the uniform for food and stuff, you know, that alone like exonerated her. Like her argument became valid. We were trying to hide that part yeah. and say like, okay, this is not about hunger. This is about people coming out to um, share their agitations and stuff, you know. And I want us to actually talk about um, the North as it relates to protest and as it relates to um, agitations in Nigeria. We will see that. When you talk about northern Nigeria and the, the, the states that represented that actually stood out to protest, you just call Plateau and Kaduna. Do you think it comes from a place of of um do you think it comes from a place of um, people who have long time experienced crisis? It's, it's... Or it just has to do with the north being divided on its own? I, I think it comes from from sorry, I think it comes from being subdued yeah. for so long. Like Plateau and Kaduna have there's been killings every at least every month for years. Mm. At least once every in one of the two states, at least every month Nothing for years. Happens. And not one person is standing trial. No, you know nothing. They'll just be ah the governor went to visit. If the governor even goes to visit, there'll be pictures. They met with religious leaders, they met with elders of the mm. community. And then tomorrow it happens again and then we repeat the same process that didn't solve the problem ten years ago. That's madness. Do you, <laughs> do you understand? The government went to visit, he spoke to religious leaders and, and traditional leaders to that the two communities should learn to live for in peace. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all this kind of all those kind of rubbish things that and then it if tomorrow will still repeat the same process. You don't understand? The exact same thing. So I think it's just, um, like I said, it's it's more than SARS. It's just like a thousand things. You can't list them all. You can't list them all. But it was was like the last straw that they say breaks the camel's back. It was just that last thing that like, I beg, I don't do this one again. You know when that, they're just being bullied, they're just being bullied and then you just one day like fuck this shit, man. Whatever yeah. is going to happen, let it just happen. So Plato and Kaduna have that um, yeah, those years of of um, they share the same plight. Yes, those years of pain and just the 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 inefficiency, the neglect from the government for years, and so it was just like a final cry, like whatever. At least let me shout, let people know that something is happening to me here. 
and then the people down north kuma they have their own issues of of is Zana Suachiri Baba Buhari and Mulki. Like, what has Baba Buhari's Mulki brought for you? Yeah. I think that's why they are so angry at Aisha um, Yesufu. Because when she came out with her video and she yeah. like broke down yes. her pain, her agitation, her frustration, and, you know, sending a message to her brethren down in yeah. the north. And then there, it, it is, I think any, any agitation against government is a fight against Buhari. I think that's how it's that's perceived. It's, yeah, that's you know, that's how it's but perceived. you know, but progressively, it has being in government has become that bad. Like you, you can't hear one DG or one executive secretary or even a governor speaker not mention Buhari's name. Mm. And I just wonder, like, what is this dick sucking contest? Like, yeah. you have your office. Buhari has his own okay. office. If he didn't think that you can do this office, especially the ones who are even appointed, mm. if he didn't, it's just like, for example, let's say the the the, the this um, center for disease control, yeah. and then it, it, you are just giving a speech and you say in line with the president mm. Muhammadu Buhari's administration speech, mm. and everybody is in line with the president. Yes, you are working for the administration, so you should be in line. Mm. But I, I never see like. Um, for example, in the US, this Fauci guy mm, and, and Fauci. Trump, yeah. they are permanently in disagreement. Yes. And, and he like has his job. And he has his job. And, and um, Trump has That's his job. job. But in Nigeria, you cannot, this NCDC guy cannot say Buhari. He's out now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> cannot say, the, first of all, yes, he will just catch you at your gate. They give <laughs> you some right now. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's, we've come to a place where we cannot, we cannot criticize a government without the person in government feeling attacked. Mm. Or the people who support the person in government feeling that they are attacking the person. So I cannot say, uh, gig beats, I don't like this beetle. Mm. And then uh, Sly don't like me. Mm. Do you understand? It's now. It's not. It's, it's we're not talking about the beat. Yes, it's not. No longer about the beat. Uh, Sly don't like me. Mm. That day he say no like my beat. Mm. Now your beat he say no like. <laughs> so but if they, they say Buhari is not doing well or police, it's even police self. Mm. And they didn't even say Anaswa Chiri. Baba. Uh, what, the IG. Do you understand? Mm. They just jump to Buhari, yeah. and then because they have kept these guys perpetually in in I poverty. In, in illiteracy, they just they, they, they don't know any better. They don't know any better. So my, my, I, I want us to... Yes. To, okay. Okay, so just add on your question. Yeah. Why why I think um, Plateau State and Kaduna are only one of the few states in this region that are actually um, very vocal about the whole, whole issue. And this is why I think. I, I feel it comes from a place of, um, let's say, wokeness in quotes. Um, mm. It's a level of control the, the government has over people that are in the fan of the level of control, but I feel as if uh, it's not, it's not it's not that bad here. For example, like for example, a governor in a state north cannot say cannot tell the whole youth do this and you see them doing it, all of them. Mm-hmm. But it can happen here. I think it's because we are we are we know more than the wish we knew. Yeah. Yeah. I think because we know even in Kaduna, it's Kaduna South that is protesting, not mm-hmm. Kaduna North. Yeah, no, Kaduna yeah. North is 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 um well, let's like the, the government mm. is in, in quote with the government. Mm. But South, as you know, is is like the government is against Kaduna South. Mm. So I feel I feel I feel one of the reasons why you see just Plateau and Kaduna is because we are we know we know what's happening. And I think we're knowledgeable. Yeah. We're knowledgeable. Even 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 the very knowledgeable like Aisha, she's very yeah. Yeah. Very smart and knowledgeable woman. That's why I see her say what she said. So my next question is going to in line with what you've said. Sorry, for, sorry for, before okay. you ask your next question, right? Let me just add to the fact that Nigeria, just like a lot of some other countries, has this, should I say, um, has some sort of polarized geography where you have a region being very conservative and another region being very, very well, yeah, that, liberal. Yeah. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, that's actually how it is. Yeah. It still goes down to the, the north is actually more conservative yeah. than the major the south. Yeah. That that I've so never when about when it like people that. are saying yeah. I want to speak for myself and the next one says I want to speak for myself and like five people are coming out of the street because they just feel like they need to express themselves. I've never thought about people it. in the north will say, "Let me wait and hear what yes. my religious yes. leader yeah, or my traditional leader yeah. will say. Whatever he says is what I go with." Yeah. So they are always waiting for that. And if you notice, like what Victor said, 
even in Cardinal itself, it's not the whole of Cardinal. Yeah. Like the Cardinal protests are actually happening in Barnawa, which is yeah. Cardinal South local government, yeah. where you have a predominantly Christian yeah. um, population. Um, population. Some people tried to protest in Makodi at some point, yeah. but I don't know why Makodi protest was just, like it just clamped down on them. I really don't know why, but it just clamped down on them. I think because Makodi has this is is not really like just, but Makodi is actually a very very sensitive town. Yeah, very sensitive. In just you do stuff, you you kind of raise the dust, and people try to say let's divide ourselves again uh, along religious lines and fight. In Makodi, they are only somehow somewhat different. Mm. That's because they. Is there a lot of thugs, all those kind of cult yeah, activities yeah, happening? Just, so when people, yeah, so when people start coming out in that in, in, for 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 those kind of things like protest, else. someone tries to hijack it and use it for his own different cause. Yeah. It might just be, man, these guys they, they are messing with me. I want to go and use this crowd now and deal with the cult, and you know that's how mm. it is there. In Jalingo, I think there were some some people protested for a short while, but I said it almost just, happened in Kano, and then. Yeah, 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 it did happen it for did, like a did, day. Did. They said there was a seventeen-year-old died in police custody or something like that. Yeah, there's you know um, Salkida. This yeah, yeah, he, he has um, a new, I don't know what to call it, media outfit that he started called Human Angle, like Human Angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he yeah, I follow. I put turned on notification on their post oh. and then um, something about um, a seventeen-year-old dying in police custody and oh. it was from torture. So it was for a day, shall they protested? Um, okay. okay, so now I can ask my question because it's in line with what you guys have said. For for a for a state where we have people who are predominantly woke in in Victor's um, parlance, and then we have a governor who is not vocal about protecting this region. You know, it's like he's just a yes man, or he's being used to propagate a certain agenda. Because I, I don't understand why. Who have people agitating from your state and saying this we do not want this, but you go and align, you get with your other northern governors and governors from your own party and say, okay, my people are saying this, but this is what we're saying. What do you guys have to say about that? For one, Lalong is um, the chairman, uh, northern, northern governors forum, and he's supposed to uh, be like the amplifier, someone who projects the voice for the people in this region, and then he's like diametrically opposed to our ideologies here. So what what are your thoughts? Um, first of all, I think that's that's exactly why we are frustrated. That's why we, that's why we are angry. We are angry because you left the state and you are aware that people are on the street protesting against the same thing. But you went you went to a meeting to say the whole state is for it. When people are people have been on the street for days, I think he left he left after some days after he protested for some after some days he went to the meeting to say. The state is for it, and that that actually made us very. It felt it felt like is, is this man blind? But you understand he's doing it for. He he has his own personal um, interest. He has his own. He has. He knows why he's doing it, and I think we all know why he's doing it. He's doing it to please someone, but it's actually very, it's actually very 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 annoying, and it's actually very sad to say because people are, people in your state are saying we don't want this, but you went ahead to say the whole of state is for this. And then when he came, when we had the 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 when we had the town hall meeting with him, yeah. he said um, he knows these things are happening, but uh, he, in his words he was like, not every not not every uh, policeman is bad, so because of that we can't flush out all the policemen. And we're not really asking for all the policemen to be flushed out. That's not what like, I think. That's not a misconception. Yeah. It's not a misconception. It's, it's deliberate. It's deliberate. It's, it's deliberate. It's not a misconception. They just don't want. They know it. It's we not know a that in a lot of institutions, you know, in a lot of not just the police force, in a lot of institutions, you have bad Good eggs in quotes. Yeah. yeah. So what we are asking for is, can those bad eggs be fished out That's and be left out? Yeah. And like, if it was, if it was about, if it was about because there, are, there are some bad people. Why is it because of some bad people he banned protesting just? Good. Yes, exactly. You understand? Allow the And did you guys did you guys see what um, the, the the document that was released yesterday, where northern governors were saying they used um, religion and ethnicity to fight to fight um, uh, to frustrate Stop, yeah. or to to curb or to curl. Or quell the the, the agitation. Did you guys see the? the yeah, I, saw it, I couldn't bring myself to read it. Yeah. It was it was it was quite quite distasteful. Because why? Let, let me go read it. Why I couldn't bring myself to read it? What he says is the the, 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 the meeting. That's the governor's forum meeting. Mm. Expresses, no. 
the, yeah, the meeting commends the roles of His Eminence, Royal Highness, and other Royal Fathers in ensuring that the NSAS protests did not escalate significantly in the North by adopting sentimental issues such as ethnicity and religion. Yeah. <sighs> So, so they, are, they are publicly saying that the, they actually the, adopted the division of yeah. Yeah. So, so divide I, I, and conquer. It, it is, exactly. It is, it is clear now. Now these people have made it clear that religion and ethnicity are the very tools. two strong tools used by the government, by the government. and people in power to frustrate the people. Yeah. And he also lends, he also uh, um, validates our argument when we are saying these those talks nationwide. Exactly. by the government exactly. you get so this this uh, in, in a in a sane in a sane climb or in, a, in, co in countries where people are actually sensitive this, this, this alone yeah you get yeah, the yeah. indictment on or against the um, leaders from this particular yeah. region yeah. so it is uh, that's why my my pain is my pain is like you said it is frustrating for for people who are this woke to be represented by people who are very 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 Highly and grossly incompetent, you know. And then, um, again, I think, um, do, do you guys think if this protest, has, um, because everyone's saying we're, we're not the leader, we're not the leader, we're not going to spare head, we're not going to be the face of this um, this protest or this campaign. Do you think if the the protest had had a, a face to it, you know, people representing them, they would have been... It have led to faster results, or like like there would have been some more positive response from the government. No, it wouldn't have. An easy example is look at what happened with Davido. Yeah, he just you know it's it's easy to think you have clout. It's easy to think um, yeah, you are confident, yeah. you are influential, you are this, you understand the plights of the people. But also these guys in office also have a game that they play, mm -hmm. and. To be honest, like we said, whatever the governor said was intentional. They, 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 they know what they are doing. And this, their, their, this um, admission of using um, ethnicity and religion, religion confirms that they actually do know what they are doing. Yeah. So when, if, if we are a hundred that are demanding five things, come and address the hundred of us. Mm. Idoko will take away from it what he will take away from it. I will take away from it what I will take away from it. Victor will take away from it what he will take away from it. And then we can also meet and discuss. And then it's just um, like um, Piki was saying, um, the North is the conservative mm. part of Nigeria. And I had never thought about it like that. Yeah. I just usually see it as them being, um, to be honest, religious bigots. Yeah. There are many exposed ones of one of, the, uh, one of them, but like the, you talk about the majority mm. and what... Um, what happens there? Is it's um what was I saying? The religion, ethnicity. Uh -huh. So yes, it's it's um, this having a leader wouldn't yeah. have led anywhere. Yeah. Because these guys have games that they play. And, and you just saw how the video became confused. Even Segaling. Yes. Even you just Segaling. you just become confused. You just see a very good person that probably has good intentions. Like obviously the video doesn't want anything. For Segaling, I cannot say the same. Mm. But for the video, obviously, he has his career. He's yeah. probably a billionaire. Does he want anything from anybody? And you know, I, 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 it became very suspicious when Segaling hands off. Yeah. And then it was like he was warned yeah. and told these things, this, are, this, this is what we're going to do. Mm. You can say if you don't talk to your people and let them yeah. know that they, mm. we're going to just clamp down on that. Yeah. So he just, and immediately he hands off, you know, from the campaign. And so he, he hands off and he said what was going to happen. Yes. He said what was going to happen, and then it started happening. Yeah, I mean, so they probably threatened him, and yeah. he tried to. And then, if it, like I said, everybody owned it. It was not it didn't belong to anybody. It's a collective problem, and it's it's um it's just they wouldn't have helped. Having a leader wouldn't have helped anything. And it's just like this this uh, like for example in Plateau State. I wonder what they are doing at their uh, what is that in Panama? Yeah. In Plaza State, I wonder what they are doing at the judicial panel. They say people should submit ten copies. Okay, you're there. I went late. I don't know. It's like that thing just happened for like one hour because it's it's black. It was supposed to Is there media presence? The, the, the. So I was just just tell us what what happens there. Okay, so the thing is, I was there. It was supposed to start ten. I was there. Um, I was there. I was there eleven. Eleven forty. Around eleven forty. So when I got there, the hall was empty. So I asked someone, what's up, what happened? They said, they're done. 
but they are done how said they inaugurated and then they did what they do and they, are, they left so I, I, I entered and I met one of them one of the one of the secretaries mm. among the panel yeah. like okay so how do we how do you know what has happened how do you get information from this from from this meeting because for people that cannot cannot be there at mm. least they should be informed mm. via social media uh, he was like okay he didn't think of it from that angle but because their only means of passing information is through the commissioner for information they have to send it back mm, to the commissioner the commissioner I'm like that's too long. We need we need someone to either tweet or post immediately. Like, at his like, like take like, pictures like, and, and, and give us yeah, 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 so so I told him. Asking of media presence, you have like there's what what is NUJ in 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 Plato State doing actually? Because you can't have they should even have interns and say you go and yeah, go and cover this thing. Yeah. And let's let's have like you said when when the age of uh, social media, someone can just be there. Even if we can't watch it, we are live. We can just mm. see the tweets live at. As it happens. Okay, you mentioned NUJ, Nigerian Union of Journalists. Journalists. I just, I saw I saw a, I saw a um I saw a, a, a flyer like some days ago, NUJ inviting the governor to come and help them their fundraising to buy a car. <laughs> now I'm like, how why 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 are journalists doing this? Like I didn't want to be bought because I mean if, if the governor is doing this to you, he has done the favor to you. That means you have become a puppet to you. Like you shouldn't even be exactly so like why is this happening? So if you check it the problem is is deeply rooted. It's deeply rooted. NJ that's supposed to actually fighting for this. They're already on the government side. So 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 um, um, now that they're trying to frustrate us on social media and then trying to sell, sell an idea using young people in, in government, you know, to actually sell the idea that regulating social media or passing social media bill is is right for the country. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, you, you know, my problem with Nigeria again, but all the time, is, is uh, China regulated social media and they have success. China also has industries. Mm-hmm. You understand? China has a high literacy level. Most people in China speak at least two international, at least two international languages. They, you know, like there are many t- other things to and, copy from China. They use common law. And, yeah. You know, so it's, are, it's, it's capital punishment for, for corruption. Yeah, for corruption. Yeah, yeah. There are many things to copy from China. Mm. We always just you go here, you pick one. Pick one you go here, you pick one. Yeah. yeah, and they copy the whole thing. So if we are replicating China, let's replicate China. Mm, then we'll know from the top to bottom. Yeah. We are photocopying China. Mm. Then we can now also go and study Chinese law, and everybody now know what we are holding. Um, the government ought to but we just we just i don't know i don't know so copying um, everything that we copy I from think, I think there. what what really bothers me is um we saw the, the drama between um desmond Elliot, that was her name and some other people yeah and other people in the lagos um, state house of uh, assembly it is you know we, we keep clamoring for for young people to be in government and then how important it is for young people to be in government. And then we still see young people trying to frustrate young people, you know, who have intentions of being good for the government. So, um, do you think what, what Desmond Elliott, um, Moji, Sola, uh, Elijah uh, Abo, Governor Yayabello, these young people in government, do you think they are actually going to frustrate the efforts of young people who want to go into government. Is Buari frustrating the efforts of old people in government? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you understand that? They are old people. They are bad examples and good yeah. examples of everything. The guy in Edo is in a, what do you call it? Oyo. Yeah. He's doing well. Yeah. Donald Duke he, did very well. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, you can pick good and bad examples. Yeah. There was that guy who was, he lost his second term, sure. But I, I, I don't know how well he, like the House of Assembly performed under him. But he was eloquent. He communicated effectively. Yeah. That, um, one guy that was speaker. Okay, um... Damn. What? Speaker that's the... You know, they are, they are, you can, they are characters that at least you can be proud of. Yeah. And there are also characters that you can look and like, oh, this guy is a shame. Yeah. So it, it doesn't, for me, oh, it you can... Who you want to yes, it depends on who you want to pick out. As, yeah. as for me, I always tell people, right? Like, we keep saying young people, young people in governance. I don't think that in itself is a solution. Yes. It's, it's not just young people, but it's young people that actually have the interest of the people. Some guys, for example, may I will just assume that some of these people are just there because they were pushed to go there. Mm. And that's why they are clueless. If you if you go there and you really have people at heart, you go to the you go into politics or you go into governance, 
you try as much as possible to ensure that things work for you. Just like some of the few examples that slide, man. If it doesn't work for you, it's very simple. It's not by force to be in the office. You resign. Yeah. You resign. You say, guys, I don't think I, I, I'm, I'm able to do this. Mm. It's not I what want I someone it that is more com- mm. But you see, Nigerians don't like they don't want to even hear resignation. Yeah. They, don't, they don't even know that that's an option. They just think if I'm there, I have to be dead to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or to die, die. No matter how bad it is. Like we die here. It's not by force. And it's not dishonorable to resign. It is not. I so, think I think the black skin sees it as dishonorable. So they will even like try to fight for it, touch them until the girl would name Like me personally, I always never will see. I have no interest in politics and government. Because it's not like I wouldn't say I'm scared, but I feel like I might not be able to really fight the fights that I'm thinking that is going to be possible. And then cry like I just imagine you go to the house of reps. Just imagine you go to the house of reps of all the thirty no, the house of the Senate, for example. Yeah. Not even the reps, let even go to the Senate. In the Senate, every state has three representatives. That's 36 times three. FCT has one. Imagine you're like the you're like one of the ten guys in that number, 109 or so, to have like good intentions for the country. How do you want to fight it? How do you want to fight service, them? Even in civil service, even in civil service, service, service it's everywhere. Then now go to the reps where they are like over 300. How do you want to now start saying, I want to stand alone and start fighting these people? So where do we go from here? Where, where we are now, where we are <laughs> now, where we are now, sensitization, like this protest alone is some form of sensitization. Yeah. It's annoying that people try to make it look like it took a violence turn and we're out there for violence, but a lot of people got the message. I was on a, I was, I was in an interactive segment and I was hosted by one of these news outlets and a lot of elderly people were there. I am a few protesters like joined in and then you can see that even our parents, our grandparents, they are in support of all this. Mm. Like they were like, go ahead, we, we like what you are doing, we are encouraged to do this. Way. It's unfortunate that we don't have the strength mm. to come out with you guys. And it's unfortunate that we, we, we cannot even sponsor you guys because it's going to think, people are going to think of, think of it as being politically motivated or, mm. or some other way, right? Mm. But you guys are doing it the right way and if you keep at that, people are going to hear you eventually. Like eventually in, on the long run, even if it's just a year, two years, three years down the line, you realize that because you left your house and you told the people in your, your family members that I'm going to protest, I'm going to put my life at risk to ensure that we have a better Nigeria. 2022, they might be coming to you and say, guy, PK, roughly, Sly, who do you think we should support in this election? Like, mm-hmm. that, is, that is one way, that's yeah. one of the ways where I see it. Like, people, when they see that you go out and you're doing this responsibly, People always want to come and seek your opinion. What do you think about this? We see that you are actually out there and you mean well for the country. And we think you are one of the people that we should be consulting. A time will come in Nigeria. It might not be now, but a time will come in Nigeria where people will go to churches, mosques, or ethnic gatherings and their leaders will tell them something. But deep down in their mind, they are going to say, this one is a lie. I'm going to do this other one because I know it's the right thing to do. A time will come. But when we continuously do things like this. In Abuja, for example, I think they, they halted the protest for a while, but you can see that they are going out to paint the streets yeah. and you know conscientize people. In Plateau State, in Joss, we are doing the same thing. Yeah. We've printed at least 4,000 flyers or so. We have banners, we have fly, um, posters that we've been sharing to people just so that you understand why we were, where we're even on the streets. The first sort of thing we are doing is uh, like, you know, conscientizing people on why we're on the streets. We laid out what we had, what we were protesting against. From bad policing to bad governance, and we told them that this is what we are protesting. You know? Don't come and think that we are some irresponsible towns that we're looking for. You understand? Yeah. I don't need to block the road. See, we have these things. These are what we're doing. So let's just gradually do this. Let's see what happens in the future. But I, I, I'm very, very sure that all these ones are baby steps. All these ones are baby steps. For the, for let me not say the first time, but for the first time since 1999, when we started celebrating our new democracy. I don't think there's any protest that was this that that was this that, re- that got this reception and that was, and that was handled the way it was because we didn't have any big person anywhere saying take phones. Like Occupy Nigeria was politically yeah, Occupy so Nigeria was politically yeah, motivated. Yeah, you understand? This one, no. See, who are the people that if you want to even call? Like, I'm not. There are no leaders. But if you want to say who are the people that you think that today were some of the backbones, you start calling run town, mm, no political uh, affiliation, mm. files. No political affiliation. Mm. FK Abutu, mm. no political affiliation. Mo, no political affiliation. Like, you see that we are actually, 
it has it took us a long while it took us years to come here but we have seen that we don't need any politicians to come and do anything for us we can actually do it ourselves and when we spiral this information down to other people people will start waking up it's going to take time. We don't just turn around, turn the country. Because that, that's where day. that's where I have a problem. It's like Nigerians have collective amnesia, or we just like to just get we're easily distracted. You know, we're talking about enters one very trivial issue comes up the next day, and then everyone just stops talking about enters, yeah. and then we're talking about something really trivial. So I think we've come to that point where we need to realize that we need to sustain the momentum. You know, we need to sustain the momentum. It has to keep going and i think it has to keep going up until 2023 yes so that the, the awareness is there so when people go campaign year will start now these same leaders are refusing to speak right now we'll same, they will come out we'll they won't start paying musicians to come for campaigns paying young leaders in their in, in their little space spaces to come out and support their campaigns you know, so it's very important like you said to keep sustaining this momentum and then keep it going and that stuff and then you can like talking about the the faces you can you can pin or you can you know affiliate to this or with this um, protest like run town files more we're hearing now that um they're putting people in no flight and like one uh, mo as uh, she, she was frustrated she wasn't able to travel yeah her passport was, was seized by the by the dss and then the ministry of interior is now coming out to that these stories are fake i think they just think when you when i screen grab um, stories and just what I'm with fake news. Uh-huh. Everybody does, and it, like we all said, people are coming away. You can't come and tell me. So if you say this is fake news, prove it. You have to prove it because these papers are coming and saying we have sources, we have documents, we have. And what they try to do is, they they don't understand that the media has they have they have their policies. There are things that you can never ever disclose your source, especially if your sources are want to be under anonymity. Yeah. You can never. Because the day you disclose your source, you've lost all credibility. You know, and the newspaper won't just come out with that kind of allegation and then just, you know, come out publish and say, without publish any without any, any, any source or any, any verifiable source or any proof. It is not like saying what um, Northern Governor said that we're using, they've used um, ethnicity and they've used religion to quell um, the entire protest. Now, the newspaper that brought out this story brought it out with documents. They didn't just come out and say this is what they said, you know. So some of these, we know that we are in area of fake news, and especially when we have social media, people, uh, it's very easy to, to to misinform people, you know. But at the same time, we've come to that place where you can't just come and tell us that these people are wrong. You have to prove to us that okay, if Mo's case was not was not uh, what it is, you get okay. Tell us why her passport was seized. They will not come out to tell us, you know, and stuff like that. So I think yeah, we, we've come to we've come to that uh, we've come to that place, you know. And it it only I think what what this does is yeah, it has only given um, the youth more ginger to keep fighting this keep fighting this fight, you know. And then it also brings an air of suspicion on government. You're saying you're setting a judicial panel to listen to the plights of these people, and then you're going back to try and frustrate their efforts also. So I think. Um, um, it is quite suspicious. So I think we we'll, should we talk about like Lucky Togate or we should um, end it here or, or just share Lucky Togate, we can't. I mean, exhaust it. Oh, oh, yes, we can exhaust it, but also it's, it's not something that um, we can talk about the protest and not um, talk about. Speak about yeah, it's um, it's it's I don't know. It's weakening. It's it's that in this day and time with Instagram live mm. videos, then the government will now come and say it's a lie. And then later they'll say we were not there. Later they'll say it's because of coffee we put up the light. It's because of this we did that. It's because of that we did this. The governor invited us. No, we didn't shoot. We didn't then the Today minister will now come and find camera. Right. <laughs> that, like what Today what? they said he was yeah, um, putting the war. Yes, today. And, yeah, and now they are even saying that the cameras were not even working. Yes. On the, on the Tuesday. Yes. You know, so if, if they were not working, how what did that guy find? Well, whose camera <laughs> did he find out? <laughs> you know, it's just it's just it's just and that's like that place is properly built. Mm. It's, I mean, it's it's a purpose-built. This thing. It's not like an event center mm. or somebody's CCTV in your house. Yeah, I think they, it's, they have millions of naira worth of equipment there. 
So they can't say that cam- those cameras stop working. Okay, or those cameras, cameras don't have backup working, power. We had, we had, we had, we had, we had, we had people that yeah. captured it. We had people that captured it. It was well yeah. documented. It was even live. Mm. People were watching people die live, like in real time. So how do you doctor a live? The thing is, I think the premium times went to um, a community by the river and yeah, they and described they how people came and shot people and even one DPO yeah. of some place, Makoko or something, mm. one DPO, they described what he wore and how he pulled out the pistol and shot one guy point yeah. blank range. You know, people in, found the the co- body yeah, in, in one of, in one of the lagoon or so, you know, like, there are, these things are out there for people to verify. And then, um, like a week after the thing happened, one guy's tweet. Yeah which he tweeted like one hour before the shooting started it had a video of soldiers pulling out of the barracks and he said uh, he doesn't know where they're headed uh, he doesn't know where they're headed though but it might be something about he shot drew the reference to lucky but he wasn't sure yeah and And then then they they brought out tracing yeah of you know it was google Google, um, analytics or something they put like you know the from the video what he was showing mm. then like the real angle you see the outline okay this is a tree this is that tall building this is the military beret this is the um, the um, emblem on his shoulder Mm. you know just to cross check with other things that we know already of the place and this so this thing has been verified and proven that it actually did happen and then you see you see People that that know things like the special advisor to Plateau State Government on on ICT or something, Davo, talking about fake news. You see, uh, what's his name? What's the name of that guy? Deza. With all the technology that Deza knows, with how intelligent Deza is, because you are government appointee, you can now not tell the truth. Like, haba. Because you, you, these guys, you know how algorithms work. You know you how understand. technology yeah. works. So this you, has you, built. You know, the, you know the funny thing. You know this thing. Or you, you know, know the funny it. thing. We're even talking about. Like, basic we're, talking, we're talking about the very incriminating evidence. evidence. Let's yeah. even forget about that very thing. Witnesses alone. Like, in the witness US, you are a witness. Yeah. The, your, yeah, word witness is, your word is. Your word is cast on stone. stone. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. But yeah, we're we ignoring the witnesses. Yeah. We say, okay, for, let's forget the witnesses. Let's talk about the recordings, the documentation, and they are saying no. Some people said it's green screen. Mm. One girl was like, it's green screen. That was, she was, I don't think she was even a, a government person. Said mm. like it could have been green screen. They used some very some sophisticated, um, what they call it, tech tech um, tools to broadcast it. I'm like, dude, are you are you kidding? And me? then and then you go people, to people in Oriental Hotel were recording and they're yeah, listening live. As if this was on Instagram live, as if people were watching how And it's not it's not just five people's videos only. Yes, no. There are hundreds of different videos Video. from different angles. So it's rather unfortunate. And then what even what is even suspicious again is people pick uh, families of victims go to the morgue and try to identify bodies and you don't allow them uh, into the morgue to even identify bodies. And there are reports that are saying that soldiers took nine bodies to the police, police rejected. Uh, that because they do not want anything that will uh, further yeah, incriminate them, you know. So where are these bodies? I think, uh, like you said, if 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 we are going to if if we are going to neglect like the ba- most basic of evidence, which is um, um, uh, witnesses, you get their technologies, their witnesses. I don't know how they're going to get out of this, but anyways, I I I I, I think um, we'll keep uh, monitoring what is happening, what is going on, and then. We'll take it up from there. So, any last thoughts, PK? Man, I really just feel like... Let me just touch on the social media bill, right? I really think it's still our responsibility to do what these guys are claiming that they want to do. They claim that they want to regulate um, social media so that they can eradicate false news and hate speeches. I think we should be ahead of them. We owe ourselves, you know, Owe ourselves that because false news can actually affect any of us here. Mm-hmm. Fake news can actually affect any of us here. Mm-hmm. Hate speech can affect any of us here. So we should, on our own path, play that role. How do we become ambassadors of this kind of thing? Because at the end of the day, nobody wants false news. But it's yeah, a bad but, thing. But, but again, there are laws. Yeah, there are laws. There are laws. Mm. But we are in Nigeria, right? We are trying to say we are, all, all, all we are saying currently is that the government is not doing what we want. They want to do this. Let us, let, let us let us try on our own path. Mm. The government should do theirs, but we should do it on our own path. Yeah. How do we do on our own like regulate it? Yeah. I think that's what the last word I have. Big. Um, <coughs> so 
he, he talked about social media. Let me, let me just talk about like protest. I think uh, we got to a point where everybody just felt. I don't know what happened that day. Was if you're on Twitter, you realize everybody just went cool about the whole protest. I think that was the feminist coalition said they are they are done with the whole thing. So everybody just went calm. Everybody just went. But I don't know if I don't think I don't think anything that has happened should actually make us back out at this point because we've gone too far for us to just you know, just give up at this point. A lot of people have lost have lost their lives just because of the protest. If, if protest didn't happen. A lot of people are alive today. Mm-hmm. People have died because of the protest. So I don't think it's not going to be fun them if we just give up. We might we might go low for now. I'm very sure sensitization and and conscientization is actually a very great step, especially towards 2023. Because this is what I've been saying. There are a lot of people, our parents and lots of other people that don't know what's happened up to this point. They just get fed whatever is being shown on TV. Mm-hmm. And we know who and what's the TV. broadcast. And what's our broadcast exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm now, this is what I've been saying here. Yeah? Um, this all this all this fake um, fashion love finding camera that we're saying to us is ridiculous. But our parents would believe it hands down. Yes, this is something they've been fed since, so they believe it because we are we're a different kind of generation. So we know all these things are lies. So I think it's our responsibility to also explain to them, tell them this thing, this is what's happening. So that's I think sensitization is also a very important aspect of this protest. Well, um, yes, like you said, sensitization is also important. But um, it's more on sensitization. Everybody, I think each one of us has, um, we, we are privileged in the sense that we have people in communities that look up to us. Ah, this guy goes to Or I just won't be like this guy. All these people who call you senior man, uh, big bros, alpha now. We, we, it, it should be on us to, to educate them, not... Um, just on answers, just about um, what decisions are right and what decisions are wrong. Like it was, it was nice how um, during the, pro- the um, during the protest, the times I was there, there's um, there's one time soldiers pulled up, and then you find there was this guy. Uh, I don't want to call his name. He's a serving air force officer, and but he was there every day in Mufti, and he just walks to the front. And like, ah, guys, he talks to the soldiers. Obviously, he'll introduce himself and they'll turn back and go and look for another road to pass. There was a day they came with a flatbed truck. They were going to Medugri. Flatbed with armor tank on the back. And they said, no, you guys will not pass. You guys will not pass. And then he went and he spoke to the captain. And the, the guy said, no, Allah, he went and look for road to pass. And he went to look. So, you know, they are just, everybody has sacrifices that they make. Everybody has small sacrifices that they make. People have people that look up to them. We all have influence. That's why this protest was very scary. I mean, people are in jail and everybody. somebody has his father that is a big policeman. Somebody has his father that is a big lawyer. Somebody's, this guy's uncle can be, you know, you just call somebody and that the guy is out of whatever mess he's in. And so it's, it's, um, we need to start harnessing that power. We should, we should not just keep it for when police is oppressing us. We should use it so that police doesn't oppress us. We should use it so that um, Nigeria becomes better. So if, if you if you if you use that power in the sense that the 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 guy on the street that they are going to give 500 naira to to disrupt protest or 500 naira to go and vote for whoever, we we'll collect the 500 naira and still vote for who he thinks is right. Yeah. So we should we should just make better decisions generally. And if if we all have influences. We all have, um, like I said, people that look up to us, and so we should try to start exerting that power, and and make of of, of, of it what we can, because um, and also it's it's important that young people start running for office. Yes, the sacrifices are great and all of that, but it's 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 very important that we start running for office. We have a young speaker, but if 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 um, the whole house is young, and it's it's not just young is not enough. What, what are you made of? Like we just we made, spoke about um, Yaya Bello and we talked about like the Donald Duke and the Governor of Oyo. So there's like which kind of young are you? So like yes, you are young, but of what? How much exposure do you have? What's your level of education? All that kind of stuff. And then what's your character like? So if we if we start um, voting characters, proper characters into office. People who are educated, people who are exposed, and then people who are like good men and women. 
into office, then we won't have this kind of problems. And the same thing with the police is for many years I wanted to be a policeman. It's like ah, these people who could not pass work that they put there, it's people who could not get admission that they put there. So for many years we put the worst of our society mm. into one organization. Obviously, this is what it will become. And it's the same thing we do with with, with um, education, for example. Um, when you when you apply for 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 maths and they can't give, they give you maths education. education. Mm-hmm. So the yeah, so, so the people who their 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 grades are not good enough mm-hmm. or who their connection is not strong enough, they, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. they should put them in, in education. So is is then what kind of teachers would they be? Yeah. They, and so we should if, if you continue dumping. The rejects, I should say, in something. Obviously, that will become nonsense. Yeah. It will become a failed system. Yes, it will become a failed system. So, we have to be more deliberate about everything, generally. We just have to be more deliberate. Have an end goal, work towards it. It might not be you who achieves it, but one day. Yeah. Any last thoughts? No, everybody has everything I, I wanted to see. So we'll keep monitoring what is happening. I think we will sustain the tempo of our podcast and then the major um, key discussions will be around NSAS, good governance. And I think we owe it to our listeners. We owe it to ourselves and, you know, we owe it to the future generation so that um, one day it will be be said that these were our contributions to to our country. So we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Ciao. All right. Thanks. Bye, guys. No time.